it would just be really cool to at least like if people are like seeing like the final image come out it would be cool sometime at least and of course like the model and everyone's gonna have to be okay with it but which is why it won't happen but to see like the before of like oh that's like what reality looks like like pore wise and like size wise like all of it Welcome back to the Model Memo. In this episode, I chatted with the lovely Kelsey Forrest. We chatted on so much on mental health visibility, the advocacy of mental health, creative inspirations, perspectives on retouching images as a model, keeping your roots close to you, the realities of social media, and so much more. So let's get the memo. Your work is phenomenal. You're phenomenal. You're just like such a breath of fresh air. And I'm just so happy to like finally talk to you and like hang out with you, just like what you said before the show. <laughs> yes. I know. And I'm like such a like supporter of like women supporting women. So this is like what I live for. So <laughs> I'm oh, for me it. Too. <laughs> me too. I'm like all for it. So before we really dive in, can you just tell us a little bit who you are, what you do, and just like what makes you you? Ooh, those are all a oh, good start. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> you can probably, everyone's going to probably be like, that's so interesting. She's in Boston. She doesn't sound like it. That would, be true. that would be true. I'm from Iowa, which will probably make a sense to a lot more people. <laughs> Why I am the way I am. But I'm originally from Iowa. And then I got my master's in social work because I always wanted to do mental health therapy of some sort. Um, and I thought to myself, and every, you know what? Everyone from Iowa is going to understand why I say this. No one's even going to be offended. But I totally thought the saddest sentence in, like, the entire world is I'm going to spend my whole life in Iowa. And I'm sorry. Everyone is so <laughs> nice there. And I, I have a love for Iowa. But there's just not a lot to do. And that's a fact. <laughs> so I picked random places that I thought would be, like, a good growth experience. Um and I ended up in Boston. And so then I originally signed with an agency modeling. I'm only 30, but I feel so old when I say like 10 years ago or like oh, me too. 11 years. <laughs> it's just like such me a too. long time. And oh I signed with an agency there, the peak agency, and then kind of just took off from there. And then now I'm signed with MMG out of New York and then a few more local ones here in Boston. And I love it because it's like, I get to do mental health therapy um, through private practice like throughout the week. And then when I can, I get to do modeling on the side. But so it's kind of known then, even like you said, with like the modeling world, wanting to bring more mental health in it. It's really cool because then people know that about me. So it's like, yeah. this is like an open topic, clearly. <laughs> yeah, it's the best of both worlds, guys. Yes. <laughs> No, I love that. I love that about you. And I love how you have a passion for mental health, just like I do. Um, I mean, I find mental health visibility so important, especially in the modeling industry. So I love that you are an active modeling industry, but you're also advocating for mental health, just like me. So it's very special. It is. It really is. For sure. So digging into your modeling background, when well, I mean, like, I know when you started, but how did you really get introduced to the modeling industry? And like, what was your introduction like? It's so funny. I, one of my parents' friends used to be, he used to work at Redken and he did 
hair shows. And so of course he was like, come with me. It's like a free, you know, hair thing. And back then I was like, I'll do anything. It's not like (laughs) I had anything like a certain look I had to abide by. So I was like, let's go. And then um, I actually ran into an agent there who kind of just like found me and said, you should really think about like doing this. And so I ended up meeting with Steve from the peak agency and he took me to New York like a year later and it kind of just took off ever since and I totally owe the peak agency and Steve and Mary they're like the most beautiful people like inside and out and they're they're so midwest but I owe them so much for like the career they started for me Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I love how like your work is so creative too. I think a lot of times in modeling, there is a lot of the same, there's not much versatility. Um, But you are so versatile within all of your work. And I love that. I love that you really can incorporate so many faces and so many looks, but still stay cohesive. Like I really, really appreciate that. I'm sure other agents and clients appreciate that about your work too. Thank you. I know people are like, you smile all the time. It's so weird to see you. <laughs> smiling. But you have it in you. And it is. I totally have it like in me. It's just like, it's when I'm like around people or talking to people, I'm so happy I can't help but smile. But when I need to, I can do it. <laughs> I love that. And I love how like happy you are. I just, I love that. Those are like the best people to be around for real. It's just, yes. I love it. Yes. So Speaking of inspiration and really how you, you like you are creative with your work and you have a lot of versatility within your work, um, where do you find inspiration, especially as a model? Because as you know, being in the fast-paced industry, there is so much inspiration to take from. So <laughs> where do you really navigate yours? That's such a good question. And man, when I think I think of like so many incredible models that I'm always inspired by, like all of the time, you including, honestly, oh, you including yeah. very much. Yes. I'm like, well, yeah, duh, you're one of them. But it's so weird. I think of my little like two-year-old daughter and I'm like, I just want to do so much for her because I'm a single mom and I left an abusive relationship and I'm pretty open about that, honestly. And for me, it's just, like, I want to show her so much in every way. Like, she can do this, like, on her – like, she can do whatever she wants to do. Like, whether she wants to be on her own or whatever. Like, but growing up, she can see, like, a mom who's, like, truly trying to do it all but also, like, happy to do it all at the same time and just show her, like, whatever is possible. Like, but you don't have to, like – be defined by something or stay in anything unhealthy, like whatever it be, whether like she grows up, you know, like toxic friendships or whatever, just like whatever she chooses, she can have confidence behind that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so true. Yeah. I mean, the options are limitless um, in life. You know, you can really be anything that you put your mind to, Um, you know, like for me, and I'm sure you're the same way. I mean, I've always loved fashion, especially from a young age. And so that made me want to model. That was kind of my moment where I'm like, oh, well, I've been interested in this. So I'm going to pursue. And I never, yes. you know what I mean? And I'm like, I never stopped. It just kept going and I kept evolving. And yeah, yeah, totally. 100%. And I love all the creativity behind it. I love it. Like when I get to see like makeup artists, like or hairstyles, like what they like can do. Or like you said, fashion designers, I just have such an appreciation so much for like everything like, we're, like, the look of it, but I don't think everyone else gets as much credit 
if that makes sense. Like, I'm yeah. like, I would not look like this if that person hadn't done <laughs> yeah. such an amazing job. Oh, no, seriously. I mean, there's so many talented, amazing people in the industry, fashion designers, makeup artists, hairstylists, yeah. creative directors. Yeah, I mean, there's the list goes on. And you're so right about that. Yeah, not many of them get the credit because when you're having, you know, when you're seeing a model, you just think, oh, yeah, they're really pretty or like, oh, like, look at that dress. But they don't think about like who actually was the creator behind it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you guys could all look like amazing. Yeah. <laughs> just come hang out with this makeup artist. You yeah. Will- <laughs> yeah. And it's a process, too. It's it's a process. I mean, behind the scenes and a backstage at a show, I mean, at a runway show, uh, there's so much work that goes into getting those models out on a runway, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally. And you've done runway and your runway work is incredible. I was like, wow, you did New York Fashion Week. Congratulations on that. Back in September. That's incredible. Yes. And then... I did like my first like international with Milan too. And that was so much fun. And yes. <laughs> of course my little eye itself was around like celebrities. And some of them I didn't even know were celebrities. I'm like dying a little inside, but I'm going to oh. share. There was this beautiful, beautiful girl. And her name was, her full name was Camila. Um, but she goes by Mila and she of course is this like famous singer I find out from Los Angeles. But I, I, she clearly knew I didn't know who she was because I complimented her on her name. And I was like, oh my gosh, I thought about naming my daughter that. And <laughs> when I asked her what her name was and, but yeah, so I might've like totally shown my like small, like Midwest, you know, mind there, but it was such a cool experience and I'm so thankful for it. It was so much fun. Yeah, I mean, runway is huge. I mean, because you can just like what you said, I mean, there's so many people at those shows. You never really know who you're going to run into. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like everyone's there and you're like, wow, there's so many people. You know what I mean? Like, it's just you get caught up in it 100%. Um, but I love how you keep your roots close to you, like your Iowa roots. That's so cool. I love that about you because a lot of times, especially in the industry, we lose ourselves and we lose our roots. And we're like, hmm, you know, because we just get caught up in it all. Um, and that can be challenging, especially when you're relating back to self-embrace and self-love. Um, a lot of us forget where we came from. So I love how you still incorporate your Iowa roots and your hometown roots into your present day career. I love that. I, yes. Like I, that's, everyone's always like, you're so humble. And I'm like, I'm from Iowa. And I just feel like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's always just going to be a thing. So I can probably forever stay humble being like, well, I, yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. It's just, oh no, it's, that's, that's so cool. I love that about you. So moving on to rapid fire. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I swear these questions are not too difficult, but they do make you think. I will say that. (laughs) All right. What is one thing that you can't live without? Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. Ooh, you know what? It would be probably, now I'm going to sound like a crazy Kelly, but probably my two cats. Oh, <laughs> They're like the sweetest. They're like Siamese and I have always grown up with like Siamese cats. In fact, they have kittens sometimes because that's how far this has gone. But just Aww. having, I love animals and me too. Besties with a dog across the street until I can finally get a dog of my own. But until I have a dog of my own, I would say my two cats. 
Oh my gosh, no. I love cats. I mean, I'm like severely allergic to cats, oh, but no. if I could have one, <laughs> me I know. And bunnies. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, me too. I'm allergic to small animals as well, but yeah, it's funny. I not many people know this about me speaking of animals, but I actually own a hedgehog. Oh which my is god. Kind of a yeah. Weird... yeah. <laughs> I name? do. Yeah, so this is the funny this is the funniest part of this whole episode, I think. <laughs> My my hedgehog has the same name as your daughter. I'm no. not even kidding. Yes. Oh my gosh, the sweet little hedgehog. <laughs> Willow. Willow, yeah. <laughs> I just I love that name. Obviously, we have the same name taste. Um, yes. Oh my gosh. A cute yeah. little hedgehog. That makes me so yes. happy. <laughs> yes. My hedgehog's name is Willow. Your daughter's name is Willow. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, no, I love hedgehogs. I love all small animals, but yeah, I'm allergic. So it was funny because back when I was probably in my mid-20s or not. I'm in my mid-20s now. What am I saying? My early 20s. <laughs> um I was like oh yeah I got her for my 21st uh my parents oh my like, god hey. yeah they surprised me with her in a cardboard box and I'm like oh. what is this I thought it, yeah and I was like oh my gosh and I saw it and I thought it was a joke I'm like what is this yeah. and then I opened the box and I'm like oh my god it's a hedgehog it's a real live hedgehog like it's not fake it's real so <laughs> yeah they were so, like no, let's hold off on alcohol she can get a hedgehog <laughs> a hedgehog yeah that was my 21st gift yes <laughs> um but she's amazing yeah animals are so therapeutic right like yes. they're so therapeutic I love them yeah absolutely so next question is this is also kind of hard okay <laughs> but what are your views on social media that's such a good question again you really came with some great questions today. I try. <laughs> I I feel like I'm so guilty of, I like actively have to like make sure like, am I like responding to a work email that actually like needs to be right at the moment? Or am I like about to scroll instead of spending time with my daughter or something? But I totally, I'm really trying even just to do my best not being on my phone. I think social media, I was thinking about this. Um, like there are some like social media influencers where I'm like, you're doing amazing things. There's this girl, I'll have to like get back to you on her last name, but she like is, I think she probably still is like a huge model, but she posts herself with like out any makeup, like her cellulite, like that's like her reason for like doing social media to like show them and like, this isn't like the real world. Like this right. is edited. Here's my like actual skin pores. Here's like my, um, stretch skin my cellulite everything and I'm like that's so important for like girls and women to see and so I think that stuff is really really cool or when people are like doing genuinely really cool things or advocating for like really meaningful things but then I think there can be like the other side of like oh man like to see stuff like that is really cool but then spending too much time or like doing the comparing game which I like hope like women they probably do because we all do it but I hope women, like, don't even compare themselves to me even. Because I try yeah. to post even, like, real stuff. Like, as in, like, here's me in my glasses and my pajamas, like, all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. here's, like, the reality. Or, like, I have real insecurities. And I think that gets lost in social media a lot, too. Because it's it's that fine line of where people are, like, you know, don't post like your laundry stuff on Facebook, but then you also want to be like, well, this is real too. Like, I don't want anyone to like think 
I live in a world of like just smiling and everything's great. Like I said, I left like an abusive relationship. Like there's like other truths to my life too. But I think just exactly. finding that like fine line of like, what, what is like appropriate versus like oversharing and especially as like a therapist too. Um, right. But yeah, I think it can be like such a good thing to connect people, but then also it can like reach like the negative point of like, comparing something to like that's not even real and I swear I didn't even (laughs) I didn't even know that you could edit like people's bodies even during videos I had no idea and like no one's done that that. to me but now that's like changed my life when I look at like really big social media people who have like zero like zero bellies and I'm like do you or don't you I'll never actually know (laughs) That's true. Yeah, like, you never know online. Because just like what you said, like, a video, like, might be Photoshop. I mean, you just don't know. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Because, I mean, social media, I kind of have, like, a love-hate relationship with social yeah. media. You know what I mean? Like, like you. And there's times when I, like, I'll hop on it. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I'll hop on it. And I'm like, there's just so much of the same. And it's so much repetition. repetition. And it just gets to be, like, so overload. And you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, I need a break. <laughs> like, so true. Like, yeah. So I think I just, over the years, I'm like, I- I'm sure you can relate to this. But I've taken breaks. And it's, like, helped me a lot with, like, my own mental health. And just, like, you know, just balancing out my life. Because social media can just take up your whole life. It can really consume you. Yes. I mean, you look back at, like, the hours spent. And it's, like, yeah, kinda, like, it's, like, years off your life. And it's, like, oh, my gosh. Like... <laughs> When I get 80, I don't want to look back and think, like, I spend so much time looking at a phone screen. Like, genuinely, right. that's not a lie. <laughs> no, it's not. But, like, that's, like, the norm nowadays. Like, people, yes. you know what I mean? Like, it's so normalized. Um, when in reality, it's, like, we should never be having to stare at a phone for, like, 12 hours a day, you know? Yes. It's just not right. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm with you on that, though. Yeah, social media, it's kind of, it's either a hit or a miss. It depends on who you follow and, you know. Who you surround yourself with. Yes. For sure. What is one piece of advice you would give to anyone? I would say, honestly, just kindness goes such a long way. And maybe that sounds pretty, like, dull or cliche. But I have, like, been able to, I think, get the most experiences or even just, like, the biggest bookings genuinely just by like being nice and open and kind because there isn't a lot of that at least especially on the east coast maybe not that's that's a large statement (laughs) (laughs) but just like being nicer kinder getting to know someone really can take you in like such a different direction I'm thinking of like even just like the car mechanic guy that I'm like friends with now just by like getting to know him and like asking about like his children and stuff and just like like here like have you like getting recommendations from him or like small like free advice or like free fixes and just like even just like those moments are like so big but then just even like with big designers or um agencies like just genuinely like focusing I think even just like on the human connection sometimes I first I feel like versus the actual intention because sure like everybody wants to like be successful or do something major but I think the how you do it 
means a lot too like yeah for sure yeah I mean I think too like as far as people and I think it's important that like I'm sure you agree with this too but it's so important to keep your options open and always want to start up a conversation with someone and you know it's not really networking I mean I guess people could say it's networking but it's called building genuine connections especially in an industry or an interest you're in because I feel like it's cool to pursue an interest or like a career so it's important to you know surround yourself with like-minded people and people that want to see you you know support you and 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 grow with you and and you know want to be there for you when we first started this recording you said to me you're like women supporting women that is the biggest power tool we have right now as women Um, you know especially in the digital age it's so 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 important you know supporting each other lifting each other up especially in the modeling industry it's huge and the kindness does not go unnoticed it's amazing and it's so relevant I yeah I'm just thinking like the like amazing photographers I've gotten to work with and like actually like get to know on a genuine level it just makes me it's like maybe even selfish but it makes me that much more excited to see them success because I'm like oh my gosh I know them as a person and it's it just like means so much more when you know like someone is like a good genuine like being and you're like oh I'm so happy for them or yeah even just like the other way then like they can reach out to me and be like that's so cool you did that I'm like it's just so nice to have all these like nice connections with people that isn't just like I don't know like using each other but just like actually creating something like a meaningful like image or something and then being able to celebrate their other successes or they celebrate yours and it's coming from like a good genuine like personal place not just like that's cool you did that it's like wow that's so cool you were going through that struggle and you still did that yeah Totally. It's just that support system, you know, and surrounding yourself with people that actually do care and want to see you grow. And especially on social media, like it can be so lonely. Even if you follow so many people and you have X amount of followers, it can still feel so lonely. Um, So yeah, just like making genuine connections. I love that. Like you kind of touched on that because it's true. We need more of that, you know. It is. I'm sorry to like the East Coast. I didn't mean it. (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh no like I'm in Boston too and like it's hard like it's hard to even here you know I feel like everyone's so close-knit but it's difficult to like I don't know if you feel the same way but I'm gonna say like what I've heard from other people and I kind of feel like this as well even if you're in a close-knit community or a close-knit town or state or city you can still feel a lot of disconnection yes and also that's hard to combat too, because you might assume like someone from the outside might assume, oh no, like everyone's friends with each other and everyone supports each other because it's such a close-knit town or a close-knit city. But that's not necessarily true in a lot of cases. It's so true. Or like actually like, then like genuinely hanging out with someone. Right. Because you, yeah. can, you can keep in touch like via social media to some degree. Right. Yeah. yeah it's definitely important to just, yeah talk to people and get to know people but just like what you said in a genuine place yeah for sure and lastly if you could change one thing about the modeling industry what would it be and why oh that's a good question again girl you're on it (laughs) i would say hmm i think maybe this will never happen but it would be really cool (laughs) if there was more of like 
a before and after images, like at least sometimes would be really cool to see. Um, just for the mere fact, and I know that won't happen because like a lot of, you know, like that's not going to happen because a lot of advertisements make money on like the final image, but just for like right. reality to some degree, like I'll never forget, I'm not going to name him, but this photographer was like, um, here, I'm going to edit this image in front of you so you can kind of get like an idea. And he said, do you want like your boobs to be bigger? And he said like nine out of 10 women say yes. And so there's also kind of some pressure there to be like, well, why not? Oh, wow. Yeah, so like you should too. But just knowing like, man, so many women are going to think I, <laughs> and men, I guess it's not women looking at pictures only, but so many people are going to think like, wow, she has like such bigger boobs than I really do. And that's just like mm -hmm. one picture, one editing. And so it would just be really cool to at least like if people are like seeing like the final image come out, it would be cool sometime at least. And of course, like the model and everyone's gonna have to be okay with it, but which is why it won't happen. But to see like the before of like, oh, that's like what reality looks like, like pore wise and like size wise, like all of it. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely, I mean, I feel like every advertisement, it could be like an advertisement for anything, really, um, is so, like, computer-generated nowadays, and it's so commercialized to the point where you could look at an advertisement fashion or makeup or beauty or whatever, and it looks real, but it doesn't. I don't know if you get that yeah. vibe, but <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, and I, I see a lot of advertisements, especially on social media, and I'll look and I'll say, okay, like this, this looks kind of a little bit overdone or, oh, that looks really retouched. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And I wish, yeah, I'm with you on that. I wish they wouldn't do so much retouching because let's be real. No one needs retouching at all. Yeah. <laughs> no one. And it's not necessary, but I do see a lot of that like over airbrushing and a lot of those, you know, things present in advertisements, especially in fashion and beauty, more so beauty. But, um, yeah, and the before and after as well. I love that. I love that you said that too because um, I don't know if you've ever seen the Dove campaigns. Oh, yes. Yes. That This just reminded me of that. I've spoken like publicly about Dove campaigns and how much I love them and how much like they mean to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, they do like before and afters and things like that of, of fashion advertisements and things like that. And it's it's meaningful too to really see it from that perspective because normally – I don't think many of us would. We wouldn't expect that. We wouldn't expect that when we see a fashion advertisement, there would be that many changes made to just one advertisement or one photo. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like mind blowing when you really look at it from that perspective. It, yeah. Or just like when um, I'm thinking of, I don't know if it was a hair, someone recently was like, I love the photo, but they probably should edit your smile lines a little more. And I was like, man, I didn't even realize I had those until, and then I like mm. looked back at the picture and I was like, oh, I guess I do, but I'm just so used to seeing myself <laughs> with smile lines because yeah. I smile all the time. So I don't know, for me, that just became natural. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I was younger, um, I used to work with a lot of photographers when I was like a teenager because I started modeling when I was like 15, which is like really young. Mm -hmm. um, but I used to work with like a lot of photographers back then. And I remember like my eyes are green. That's just like my natural color of my eyes. My eyes are green. Um, and I'm proud of my green eyes. Like, you, I don't have any you know what I mean? Like they're rare. They're Not so many people have green eyes. <laughs> you know? 
Um, and so like, I'm kind of proud of that and I've always been proud of that, but I would work with photographers back when I was a teenager and they would literally Photoshop my eye, my eye color to look lighter, to look like a, like an icy blue. And it was so like weird for me because I used to think to myself, well, what is wrong with my green eyes? Like what are these like not marketable? Like, you know what I mean? Um, but over time I'm like, you know, like my eyes should have never been photoshopped. They never needed to be photoshopped. Just like your smile lines. Your smile lines never need to be photoshopped. I have smile lines too. I don't photoshop my smile lines. You know, I don't. It's I something I don't think about. Just... It's just me. Yeah. <laughs> like I would never want like a photographer or like, you know what I mean? Like I would just never want anybody to like touch my face. And I'm sure you're the same way. But yeah, you know, I'm hoping that there's a shift in that. Just like what you said, you know, I hope so. Because everyone's beautiful without photoshop. Everyone's beautiful without retouching, you know, elements to their photos you know everyone is just beautiful in their own raw natural and you know unretouched state so yeah and I think I just became oversensitive probably I guess like after becoming a mom because I'm like I just don't want Willow to like look at magazines and look at me and be like well they changed that about my mom what would they change about me because I'm not even Mm. like a quote model like I'm always thinking that you are a model but you know, you know what I mean, though. Tell like me, you are a model. Don't say that. Oh my gosh, it's the Iowa humble coming in. <laughs> the Iowa humble hashtag Iowa humble. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, you're stunning, and I find again, I find you so versatile, and so it's so difficult finding that in the industry nowadays. I mean, you see it, but. I mean, every look that you do, it's different, 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 different. And I just, I love that about you. You're like doing all this stuff and you're doing it well. And it's just so amazing to see one model juggle so many different looks and so many different gigs and jobs. It's just very, very inspiring for me. So thank you for being on here and just shedding light and just being yourself. I appreciate you so much. No, this is so much fun. I'm a little anxious to hear all of my life. <laughs> words that probably weren't even words, but it I am no, I loved getting to do this with you. And like I said, it's it's you're like a celebrity to me. So this was cool for me. <laughs> oh, you're a celebrity to me. Oh, and your cheekbones. One day. I don't know how, but I <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. Oh my gosh, I swear to God, people people have asked me, they're like, how do you get your jawline or how do you get your cheekbones? Yes. I'm like, genetics. <laughs> genetics. <laughs> Which, no, just keep killing it. Your green eyes and your jawline will take you everywhere. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you so much.